Hi, my name is Cece. My name is Lily. And my name is Aiden. So there was definitely a lot of rebellion in this chapter. But, um, so on that topic, what do you think made Montag, like, completely rebel? Like, what do you think tipped it off? I feel like the thing that really made him was seeing Mildred abandon him and the firemen try to burn down the books that he had worked so hard to retrieve. And, of course, that eventually led to him killing Beattie, which is another topic entirely, but I do think that is what tipped the scales for him to go full scale. I'm going to disagree slightly with that. I do agree with the point of Mildred tipping him over. Not actually like a cow tipper. But um, I think the fact in general that they were about to burn his house down was really what showed him like losing it for realsies, you know? No, but that's not really, I guess. Like when they arrived at his house, he was completely calm. He's just like, why? This is my house. But the, he's like, Mildred. Like, he's like, Mildred. And then she goes off. Mildred. Yeah, I, I agree with Aiden on that. So, because, like, I can see I where think, you're coming yeah. from, yeah. I mean, I just, sorry. I just think, yeah, I do agree with the Mildred's fact now. But I also think we should include the house with what. I, I really don't think that. And it's the house that, like, I mean, I see why you would say that. I just don't think. Well, I think we should just include it with okay. the Mildred. Okay. okay, that's fair. Well, I agree with Aiden because I think with him having the books, it kind of like he knew that it would happen eventually, yeah. that the firemen would go to his house. He just didn't expect it right then. Mm-hmm. So I see where you're coming from, Lily. Yeah. But I do agree that seeing his like wife just like leave him like that and just start her own new life really did tip him off. Yeah, which I think is pretty, um, not ironic, but since the fact at the start of the book, he had the flower thing that mm-hmm. said he wasn't in love, but it really showed that he did love her to some extent when she left, and that really mm-hmm. affected him. Okay, so going back to the topic of BD, do you guys think it was right for Montag to do what he did to BD? Because up until that point, he's been doing like minor things. He's like scaring people by like reading books, and he's been sealing books. And he hasn't done anything wrong, but I felt when he did that, I was shocked. Because, well, what do you guys think about it? Well, with um, killing Beatty, I think there wasn't really reason behind it, except he, he was, like, mad in the moment. So it was just kind of something that happened while he was in complete rage. And I think part of him did want to kill him because... Mm-hmm. But I also don't see, like, more than, like, one reason on why. Yeah, I feel like he... Even if Beatty wasn't to blame, he placed all of the blame and all of his anger on him at that point in yeah. time. It also probably didn't help that he was going to be sent to jail after he set his house on fire. Yeah, that's so true. I think I think Beatty was some sort of like scapegoat for what was happening, and he just got set on fire. And on that topic, he seemed extremely calm. Why do you think he was so calm and he taunted? Guy Montag actually when before he was burned to death. I I think it was because he had seen so many of his friends firemen and he's had to like put them to jail or kill them because based on what he said to Montag a lot earlier in the book he's firemen have tried to steal books and he's always mm-hmm. given them twenty four hours to do it and then what he says was he takes the books which I think he meant killing them and I think. He was just tired of the world and tired of seeing his friends die. And he just let it all go and accepted his fate. Mm -hmm. Do you think it was also about, like, why do you think he taunted Guy? 
Do you think that was for a different reason, to show control over the situation even when he had none? Um, I think he was taunting him because he was just, like, trying to get him mad because they already went to his house and he had been, like, suspicious of him having books. And then when the call came in, he was like, yes, this is finally my chance. So he was just taunting him. And then, like, in that moment, he, like, I think that's when he realized, like, he almost wanted to die. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah. Montag talked about that a little later in the chapter, how it seemed like Beatty wanted to die. Yeah, and suicides are prominent. Yeah. That, so. Well, the thing about this chapter that really confuses me is that up until this point, we've been able to make stable, real world, real society connections. But in chapter three, I really cannot make any connections to our society. Do you think you guys could make um, any similarities? Well, not really. I mean, like, I mean scapegoat-wise, how people yeah. can find one person to bring out all their anger on. That is true. And they can be affected by it. I think Beatty shows that even if he isn't the most morally correct person at times, I think he still didn't deserve it. And I think Guy Montag just shows that sometimes when you're so full of anger or hate, you can bring out all of that on one person or one group of people or one thing and that can really affect them you know Mm -hmm. so that's really all I could connect to real world yeah I see that in our world sometimes Mm -hmm. um and another thing like how sometimes people just go into a complete rage and like when they're just so mad like it kind of it's almost the same thing as what you said but like with like or like with killing people like that like that does happen not with a flamethrower but still (laughs) like it does happen yeah so right now i think that we should take a moment to talk about the ending and how it happened and how it connects to rebellion and what did you guys think about the ending I didn't really, like, understand how it ended. Like, mm-hmm. it ended with the city, like, being bombed, and I couldn't really, yeah. like, understand if they were going to, like, help pick up the debris or not, because it kind of seemed like they were, but... I thought they were heading to the city before it exploded. I don't know. It Which, was confusing. And that wouldn't make sense to me, because I don't get why he would want to go back if he was a fugitive. Yeah, I mean, I think they blew up the city with Mildred in it to show that war then could just affect things so easily mm-hmm. like even if you grew to know it it could be gone in a second but yeah. otherwise i didn't really understand any of it yeah from that fact um well again with the ending like with the bombing like i think the war showed like like what you said how it could just happen like that mm-hmm. and it's almost like i don't know if it's co- if it's a coincidence <laughs> That um, right after he left, like that's when it blew up. Like it was almost the right thing for him to do all that. So yeah, he especially leave. that Mildred was there. Yeah. Maybe that she was making the wrong choice in leaving, and that was her mm-hmm. getting affected by her choices. Yeah. And I think also the bombing is almost like a metaphor, like showing that like that society wouldn't work, so it just blew up at the end. Yeah, yeah, it all was just blew up in its own face. Okay, so. If we're going to go back to the topic of rebellion, I feel like that I should mention Granger. And if you guys don't remember who Granger is, yeah, he, was he was that, like, man. old yeah. rebel leader. Mm-hmm. And if we're talking about rebellion, I feel like 
in this chapter is the one that Montag shows the most rebellion, even yeah. though in past chapters he showed a little bit of it, but not enough to make a topic of this. And like at the end, he joined the rebels' cause, and I feel like the reason he saw the bombing was to prove to the reader that shoot, that, that there needed to be a rebel cause because the world was in shambles. People were yeah. each other. On the fact of the rebel group, I have a question about like the, the characters and the people in the group. Do you think it was a good idea for like people to be whole books or for them to have to remember it entirely? That kind of confused me almost because like I would understand why they would want to like like memorize a whole book because mm-hmm. they're not allowed to have them. But yeah. at the same time, like if I were them, I wouldn't want to memorize a whole book. I would like memorize certain parts of yeah. different books, so then I would have like a little bit of everything. Yeah. But I thought it was interesting how they like almost like called themselves that book, like yeah. they were that and book. I mean, what happens when they die? Do you just lose that book? Exactly. And I mean, what if what if that group of of smart hobos and Guy Montag were in the city? When it exploded, you would have lost a good amount of books. I just, I don't feel like it's a realistic plan. But of course, uh, like we've said, the third chapter really isn't a realistic part of the book. Mm-hmm. So yeah, there's no like nothing that I could like connect to our world. Yeah, other than the scapegoating thing. Yeah, because we're like allowed to read books, so none of us would have to memorize a whole book. Yeah, so we can't really connect on a realistic level to the story, but do you guys still think it was a good book? I actually didn't really like this because, I mean, it it was good in some aspects, but I I didn't really like it. Yeah. Yeah, I I feel like we should stay on the topic of part three. Yeah. Because that's what we're Mm -hmm. doing this podcast about. Yeah. Yeah. So, um... So do you guys remember, like, when he went to Faber's house, when he was, like, running uh-huh. away from everything, and he was, like, watching the hound chase him, mm-hmm. like, on the TV? What are your thoughts on, like, how he was, like, feeling or thinking during that? I think that's a pretty realistic reaction to it, because sometimes when people are in stressful situations, they can dissociate to the point where it feels like they're watching something on a screen, mm-hmm. which is what he was actually doing, mm-hmm. and he was able to... At one point, didn't it state that it was like he was watching someone else get chased and he wasn't related to it at all? Mm -hmm. Yeah, well, I'm going to disagree with what you said about how he did what a normal person did. Because the moments before it, he acted absolutely insane. Oh, yeah, not that point. I, I feel like at this point, he's gone like his sole purpose that he found out is just to destroy as much stuff as he can. Well, and really, he, he, his mindset is confusing. He doesn't talk very well. And I think other people respond to stress in different ways. Sure, setting someone on fire probably isn't the most realistic way to show someone breaking under pressure, but I think it is a fact or a show that he did break and then he ran and then he dissociated which is sometimes what people do yeah i agree with that so i think this was an interesting discussion and 
I think I liked part three the most because it was very mm-hmm. interesting mm-hmm. and there was definitely a lot of reviews. Yeah, the rest wish... of the book just kind of like went on and on and there yeah. wasn't much to it. Yeah. Until this, this was like really like action packed and it was mm-hmm. kind of cool. Well, I feel like that we've talked about as much stuff as we need to. Yeah. So I guess this is our wrap up. Um, and bye. bye. bye.